This is episode number 222 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, it's Jesse. Before we jump into today's show, I wanted to let you know that enrollment is now open for my free three-part training series called Postnatal Pro Live. I'm so excited to have you join me for this three-part series live sessions starting March 31st. You're going to learn how to generate a step-by-step system to positively progress your postnatal clients to greater core, pelvic floor, and whole body strength and function. So if you are a fitness or health practitioner working with postpartum people, or you would like to be working with postpartum people, this is for you. We are going to be talking about how you can implement current evidence-based strategies to more effectively train and treat people after pregnancy in their return to fitness, in their building of intensity with exercise or in pelvic floor and core coaching. So three live sessions that you are going to meet me at, we are going to start March 31st, then April 5th and April 7th. And we're going to do a training on postpartum health essentials, an overview of postnatal health, what we need to know for birth recovery, for stress management with postpartum people. We'll have a session all on core and pelvic floor 101. So the must know education about core and pelvic floor when working with people after pregnancy. And then our final session will be all about building training and treatment plans for postnatal clients. So how do we put together adaptable, doable, and progressive exercise plans that really help our clients build strength, endurance, mobility, all the good things. I would love to see you there. You can hop over to the link in today's show notes to get all the details. It is a hundred percent free and I'm so excited to hang with you, spend some time and get to geek out on all this postnatal pro goodness. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell. I'm here solo with you today. We're going to get into a quick, straight to the point episode. If you're a fitness or health professional who works with postpartum people or wants to be working with postpartum people, this is for you. So today we're talking about five key tips for fitness programming for postpartum folks. And this could be those who are post-pregnancy very early on, say four, six weeks early, or many years. The same principles really do apply when working with postpartum people, moms, parents, 
But I'm going to say specifically, if you're working with postpartum people who are earlier on and they're coming to work with you, say for the first time, the first session, these five tips are going to be super key. All right. So we work with postpartum people in my fitness coaching business who are all over the world and specifically online. But that said, I got my start with coaching postpartum people in person. And I did in-person personal training and group fitness instruction for years and years, a decade plus actually on the floor in gyms, boutique, personal training studios. And that was the thing that taught me absolutely the most about working with postpartum people, just getting the opportunity to see that many different body types, that many different experiences of postpartum, of recovering from vaginal cesarean births, of navigating and living with loss, it it has informed all that I do in this realm of first teaching postpartum people how to exercise and then secondly educating fitness and health pros so just so you know that's where I'm coming from when I talk about these five key tips they will work for you with in-person coaching training treatment and also for online services and offers that you have too okay so number one Keep it so clear and simple in your programming. When we're working with postpartum folks, this is not the time for circus acts, okay? Our people are so tired, even if they're sleeping well, even if their babies or other children are sleeping well, we know that the mental emotional load of which they are living through on the daily is so high that we want exercise to be a thing that feels energizing and uplifting. Well, I notice in our programming, anytime we try to get maybe a bit more fancy or a bit more technical, people just struggle. So we go back to the basics over and over again. When we are revamping our programming, which we just did that last year, and we do every, say, 18 months to two years, completely revamp our online programs, we went back to making it as simple and as clear as possible. So I mean in the exercises themselves, in the queuing, in the reps, in the sets, how can you make it so simple? in the actual design of the workout and how those exercises fit together and how people move through the workout from, you know, exercise A1, A2 into B1, B2, B3, the flow of the workout itself. Think about how you can make it so clear and simple for folks. That doesn't mean physically easy, although it could, but It doesn't mean it's not physically demanding or they're under load. I mean, does it flow well? Is it something that they can move through and feel successful within? Okay, so that's tip one. Keep it so clear and simple for people. Number two, so many of us come to postpartum training or treatment, depending on what type of fitness or health modality you're in. And we've learned a lot about program design in the 
in the realm of general population or in the realm of working with athletes. And what I want to say to you is just know that postpartum program design doesn't need to be so structured. So my tip to you is for tip number two, you probably don't need to plan deload periods. You've probably learned about periodization, periodized training, you know, meso and micro cycles and macro cycles. And that type of programming is beautiful and an art and a science within itself. And you probably do not need to think of postpartum training in terms of that much specific detail. And particularly around the deloads. I just posted to Instagram about this a few days ago, but our life and our children will likely take care of the deloads for you. There will be sickness, (laughs) there will be stress, there will be periods of crappy sleep, and we will, and our postpartum clients will simply just miss workouts for a whole week, for more than a week, maybe it will be hit or miss for a while. So just know that planning deloads within postpartum training, especially even for the first two, three, four, five years for postpartum people, it's likely not a necessary thing because their life, the circumstances of their life will just build those quote unquote break periods from exercise in itself. All right, tip number three within your actual exercise design of the program plan, we want to be getting postpartum people up off the floor within that first session that we are seeing them. So there's so much around postpartum return to exercise that we need to be teaching people how to connect to their core, to their breath, to their pelvic floor. And yes, absolutely. That's such a key step one piece of the work that we do. And it's going to be so key that we actually get people up and moving and see just how they move. What are their tendencies? When do they have pain? When do they experience symptoms? Where are they strong? Where do they feel confident and really capable in their bodies? And are there positions or movements where they feel like they want to gain strength here? They want to feel like this is a position that they feel comfortable in and they can get into and out of easily. So yes, spend time introducing these ideas of the core connection and diaphragmatic breathing and all that good stuff. And also let's get people up off the floor in the first session. And that could be squatting, deadlifting, hinging, pushing, pulling, all the things, locomotive activities, perhaps even impact stuff. So get people up and moving in that first session. Tip number four, and this is related, (laughs) which is going to sound like a bit of a a bit of a shift, a bit of a change, but I want you to provide also restful periods during a workout, during an exercise session on going. So even if when that person 
you know, is building strength and is building better function, is feeling much better in their body, whatever the thing might be for them. Postpartum people are under a significant amount of stress and they are going to be tired. And so I just, I don't think it can be overstated that they might not want a whole workout you know, even five, six exercises that are all upright, standing, feel quite intense or physically and mentally demanding for them. They might want two of those kinds of exercises in a session. And then they might want exercises that are more accessory type work that they don't have to think as hard that they will keep their heart rate and their breathing down a little bit lower. I always joke that I want, you know, like legit 70% of my workout to be seated or lying on the floor. I'm so tired. (laughs) I can handle like one or two exercises in a workout that are quite demanding and taxing. And otherwise, give me a mini band and get me on the floor doing some glute bridges. People shit on exercises like that in this postnatal fitness and health industry so often because of point three, tip three that I just said about getting people up off the floor and, uh, you know, like getting them moving. This is how we live our lives. We're upright. And also, I just want to lie down. And I know for so many of my clients too, they want to work out. Yes. They want to be pushed. Yes. And they want to also lie on the floor and just feel their glutes burning because that sensation feels useful to them. So don't get so caught up in making, you know, this perfect quote unquote, perfect program plan for moms or postpartum people of what you think is ideal in terms of our education around physiology and program design and all of the things. We're designing workout programs for people who are living real lives, real lives. Okay. And the fifth tip and final tip that I'm going to give you is we like to plan in four week blocks in our company for our pregnant and postpartum fitness clients because it gives our people time to play with the movements. It gives them time to actually learn the movements as often these movements are going to be new and different for them. I know it might seem simple for us as a fitness or health pro, but it's not for them. It's often new things and it feels weird and uncomfortable and they might need some time to get on board with it. They might need time to figure it out. I also want to be able to test and to see how they're recovering from sessions over time, not just one time out with the workout, but two, three, four times with the workout. How did we do? How did we recover? Was it different week to week? What else was happening in their life? How did it all impact them? And of course, if someone's dealing with pain or symptoms, I want to know, how did we feel at different times? 
are they having a menstrual cycle? Did that impact anything on how they were feeling during or after the session? So I really like planning four week blocks for our postpartum clients because we get a bit more time to see how did we do? Did we help you feel successful in the movement, in the workout? Did it become more comfortable? And now are you ready to move on? Do we feel good? Do we feel confident here? Let's build and progress from there. Okay, so quick rundown, our five key tips for fitness programming for postpartum people. Number one, keep it so clear and simple for them. Number two, you probably don't need to plan deloads. Number three, get people up off the floor in the first session. Number four, also allow people to be on the floor, provide restful positions during workouts for people. And number five, plan in four week blocks or just slightly longer term blocks. Repeat workouts is absolutely good and wonderful to do so. Okay, friends, I hope that is helpful. If you are a fitness or health pro, you train or treat postpartum people, go have some fun, play around with your program planning. It's one of my absolutely favorite parts of the work that I get to do. And I hope that this helps you pull it all together. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 